Who cares? This is the Gods of Court Show, Google Podcast, our podcast, our video, two video, the podcast, our biggest Spotify and Overcast. Here we go. We are live. It's a Halloween cloudy, though, day here in Virginia Beach. Welcome to the Carson's Court Show, where the scales always tip in favor of sports. Welcome to the show today. Breaking news, NFL trade deadline right around the corner. It's today. Uh, NBA news, we're packed. Welcome to the show. All right. Well, I want to start with this because uh, this is interesting. So the Philadelphia 76ers, it happened uh, last night. The Sixers agreed to a trade deal with the Los Angeles Clippers to send James Harden to the Clippers. And it's very interesting because... um, it's ve- okay. We we uh, got breaking news: the Vikings trade for Josh Dobbs. The Cardinals uh, send their quarterback one to the Minnesota Vikings after Kirk Cousins' injury. So let me. I will get to that in a minute. Like I said, there's going to be trades breaking all over the place on this show. But this is one that broke last night. It's pretty significant in the NBA. The Sixers received Marcus Morris, Baden, um, Rob Covenhan, KJ Martin, a 2028 unprotected first round pick, two second round picks and a pick swap, where the Clippers received James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and Flip. So the one thing that's interesting about this trade to me is I always said this. When the superstar, when the team that gets a superstar, I feel like most of the time wins the trade. And I do feel that way. I mean, the Clippers gave up practically nothing. I mean, they gave up a, a few bench players, a, a one first-round pick. I, okay. I mean, basically nothing. Sure, it weakens the sure the bench won't is it's not going to be as good as Denver or the Lakers or whatever. But and 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 you know here's the second. So that's the first point. I'm not going to say who wins the trade, but I am going to give you the. I, I am going to say this is my points here. First, Clippers gave up practically nothing and got a lot. PJ Tucker's a really good player. Uh, you know James Harden's a great shooter. And second of all, though, this is my concern, is the Clippers are going to be better, a lot better. I don't know if they're better than Denver or Phoenix. That's the problem, okay? When, you know, there's certain trades in this leg. Bucks, Damian Lillard coming to Milwaukee. People said, oh, my goodness, including myself. I said, that team is now in my, I think, the favorites to win the NBA Finals, or should be. This doesn't make the Clippers, in my mind, favorites to win the NBA Finals. There's been trades in the NFL. I'll I'll give you an example. I'll get to it in a minute. Chicago's making moves. I'll get to that in a minute. But there's lots of really big trades happening in the NFL. Unless you trade a quarterback, there's none that's going to really change my mind. You know the good teams. Jacksonville, Baltimore, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Philadelphia. So, you know. That, now, there's a lot of teams that will get better. Like Kansas City, I think, is a really good receiver away from being a Super Bowl contender. I mean, beyond Super Bowl contender, probably Super Bowl favorites. Uh, so, you know, that's where I am. I think the Clippers, maybe that puts them now at a Western Conference Finals. Maybe you could talk me into getting to a playoff or getting to the championship if someone from Phoenix or Denver does get hurt. But are they better than Phoenix and Denver this morning? I don't think so. James Harden's the Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. Those two are very similar. Kyrie Irving, Aaron Rodgers, James Harden. They bring drama. Houston, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, now the Clippers. So, I, you know, it was now I did say that if I'm Philadelphia, I'm moving James Harden. So that was point two. Point three 
is the are the Seventy Sixers a significantly better team? Are they? You know, I don't think they got a lot worse. Sure, these are a lot of bench players. Half of half of them you can move. You know, you can move it, and and you got a first round pick. You don't want it, move it. So I think the Sixers are not in a horrible position here. I I and I've always said if a superstar once moved, that's that's causing a racket in the locker room, move him. Philadelphia had a very the Sixers had an amazingly drama like offseason. So did Brooklyn two years ago. So did Houston. There's one thing in common: his name's James Harden. So. You know, I feel like the Clippers, they got better. I think the Sixers maybe got a tad bit worse. But, again, the East, there's only a few really good teams in the East. The Knicks, the the Knicks, uh, the Bucks, the Celtics. I mean, you know, you don't have to be incredible to compete in the East. And Philadelphia is not incredible, but they're good enough that even in an East with a really bad conference, they'll win a playoff game or two. And half these guys, like I said, you can move. So I I, I wake up this morning saying, this was my big takeaway. The Clippers are a better team. They might have moved a a, a little bit better, might have became a little bit better. You now maybe you could talk Phoenix Denver level to me, but I still think Phoenix and Denver. The one thing they have that I really really like is a balance in the locker room. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker run Phoenix. Uh, Murray and Jokic run Denver. Who's running the Clippers? So outside of that, I mean the Clippers are a really good team. They have a ton of talent. I like the owner Steve Ballmer. What I like about him is he'll spend money to get the team back. You know, really good, be in a really good place. But I wake up this morning saying the Clippers got a little bit better. The Sixers got a little bit worse. This isn't one of those. Here's a good example. Phoenix with Kevin Durant last year. People said Phoenix is now a really, really maybe championship-level team. They are. But they got hurt. Duh. But they, they, I think they are. Or were. So I don't think this makes the Clippers. I don't think it puts them over the hump. But it surely will, will you know, maybe it'll win them another series in the playoffs. So, again, Breaky, that was the big news of the day. There's a few other newses we'll get to. Um, sources all over the place in the NFL. But the Sixers finally move drama James Harden out of Philadelphia to the Clippers. And, you know, he wanted to go to the Clippers. He gets to go to the Clippers. And uh, well, at least sources say that, that the Clippers were the front runner. I'm assuming that was probably where he wanted to go. But... That's how I feel this morning about this trade. So that was the big news in the NBA. Now we'll get to the NFL here in a minute with their trades. But I want to switch to this. I want to talk about last night's Monday Night Football game. I want to talk about the Lions. And the thing with the Lions is that people said, I've heard, it's what's interesting about the Lions, all right, is I don't believe they're the same old Lions or the Minnesota and the Giants of last year. No, they're way too good. I think the Lions are better than the Giants last year and the Vikings last year. And I've said this. I've been. I've been. I feel like I've. I've been kind of high on the Lions, and I feel like this is probably a point where I'm correct on the Lions are NFC Championship contenders. I'm not saying they will get to the NFC Championship because I still do think Philadelphia and San Francisco are better. But what I do think the Lions are will. Is they are they will beat someone in the NFC in the first round. They will beat some someone in the NFC in the first round. And my guess is 
Could they be competitive against a Philadelphia team or a absolutely Minnesota last year? The Vikings, you never, I never really felt like okay, this team is Super Bowl contender. They're going to beat Philadelphia. Go- I never felt that way. The Giants, I didn't trust Daniel Jones. I said I don't, I don't know what I get from him. Could they? I, I did pick them against Minnesota last year in the playoffs, and I, I said I think the Giants will win a playoff game and lose to Philadelphia. Detroit, I don't know. I think the Lions could easily win a playoff game. Probably, maybe, definitely one, potentially two. This is the closest. I mean, they're putting 30 points up every game. And I feel like they did an incredible job. I mean, Josh Jacobs was just shut down last night. There's frustration with the Raiders. Now, part of that was a very, this is the Raiders have a very good roster. So part of that is why aren't we winning? But I think another, the other part is that Lions game plan. And I've been very high on Dan Campbell. I think he's an incredible coach. I think the Lions will win some games. I mean, I, 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 I think 10 plus, 11 plus games is not out of the question for the Lions. They'll buy now that Kirk Cousins is hurt. They'll buy far the best team in the uh, NFL. I mean, in excuse me, in the NFC North. So you know, I don't feel like this is the same old Lion team that's going to get to the playoffs, lose in the first round to an under five hundred team, or that's going to be turned into the Vikings and the Giants of last year, where they'll win a playoff game and get completely crushed by Philadelphia. This is a significantly better team. I feel like than the Giants of last year. I think the Lions, I'm not saying they're going to beat San Francisco or Philadelphia, but I think they'll be really, really competitive against those two teams. I mean, I I, I watched the Lions. Head coach, check. They got the guy, Dan, Dan Campbell. And that's sometimes, that can be really difficult to find. The Lions, I feel like, have one or two receivers that I really like. A good running back. Quarterback, you could... I can deal with. I can definitely deal with Jared Goff. He's having MVP like year. The defense, okay. There's it's a trade deadline. Could they get one or two players? Absolutely. But that defensive line is is really good. So I wake up. If you're a Lions fan, I think the Lions are in really good shape. I think you should be confident. I mean, and who knows? I like San Francisco and Philadelphia. I'm not saying the Lions are. By far the best team. I'm not saying they're, I, I think at best they're the third best team in the NFC. But what I am saying is San Francisco has some things to figure out. And the Eagles, they're winning. They're, 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 they, get, they get behind with the Commanders. Now, with the Commanders, they can come back. They're not coming back, I don't think, against Detroit. So if you're the Lions, you have some really, really, really good stuff, I think. To look forward to. All right. Uh, breaking news all over the place. So let me start with what I broke. It broke while we was on the show. The Vikings are trading for Josh Dobbs. Uh, Cardinals send formal. And again, you can get all the Cardinals are uh, traded to quarter, the number one quarterback to Minnesota. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins got hurt out for the year. This is a this is a really, really good trade, I think. Um, listen, you're not finding a backup. You're not going to find a backup. That's going to uh, win you, uh, I think, as good as Josh Dobbs. I mean, he kept, and you can say what you want about Arizona, one and six, bad roster. They didn't have, they had, that, that's correct, bad roster. I don't love Josh Dobbs, but he kind of kept the ship steady. He kept Arizona in a lot of those games, even Baltimore. 
kept him in. So Minnesota, you know, with Addison, when Jefferson comes back, with Josh Jobs, all you got to do is keep the ship steady, right? Don't crash the car. I mean, this is, you know, keep keep the boat steady. I think Minnesota has the roster to be a playoff team in the NFC. You don't have to be great. You, I said this before, there's going to be a lot of 7 and 10 teams that make the playoffs in the NFC. There's three teams I like, Detroit, Philadelphia, San Francisco. Everyone else, 7 and 10, 8 and 9, they'll make the playoffs. You'll have maybe an 8 and 9 team in the second round of the NFC. I mean, it, it, it is a horrible division. So all Josh Dobbs has to do is really keep the ship steady and get Minnesota to the playoffs, which is definitely possible. So that was the first one that broke. Um and and again, uh, this is the other uh, really really interesting. This is the other big uh, uh, source to say uh, Ian Rappaport that that Chase Young, the former Commanders, Commanders are ta- or is a Commander, is taking cars for uh, a twenty twenty two or twenty twenty uh, is taking cars for Chase Young. And I've said this before: Commanders are in rebuild mode here. They're not going to win anything in the next few weeks, years. Get some picks, right? Get some picks. There's a lot of great quarterbacks coming up in the draft. And then this was the other uh, really, really big uh, NFL news today was the Bears traded for um, defense and Montez Sweat. Again, the Chicago, I feel like Chicago is a quarterback and a receiver away from being something special. I've said that for if they can get Caleb Williams and Harrison Jr., the wide receiver out of Ohio State, and then, you know, if they feel like they need to make a coaching change, do it. Chicago, I don't, and in the NFC, in that division, there's one team I like. So I don't think there's a lot of, um, I don't think there's a ton. Uh, I think they're trying to build the defense up, and this is a really, 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 really good addition. I don't love Chicago, but I think they're, they're rebuilding. I think they're going in the right direction, and the commanders, they're rebuilding. So that's the, that's, that's what happened here. So, of course, any news that breaks, uh, we will stop. And send it to you, and for sure, and break it down like we kind of like we did with the Vikings trading for Josh Dobbs. All right, well, coming up here on the Carson's Course, I'm going to talk a little Taylor Swift, uh, Kansas City, the NFL showing her, you know, come on. So I'm going to talk about that top five best teams in college football. There's a couple NFL, tra- uh, there's a couple NFL trades that I think if you're Buffalo. By the way, the Bills got Leonard Fournette, a half decent running back. There's a lot of um, uh, trades. There's two or three trades that if I'm one of these teams I'm making, that's next on the Carson's Court Show. So it's the Carson's Court Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're live in Virginia Beach. Happy Halloween. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show. Final segment of the day is here. My or still to come. Excuse me. My top five best teams in the college football. So, you know, I, I've said this about Taylor Swift. NFL loves to show. Uh, Taylor Swift to the Chiefs games. And I'm sure it'll continue next year. I mean, Philadelphia is coming to town here in a few weeks. So that of my, I mean, you know, I don't think, you know, obviously Kansas City is in Germany, I believe, this weekend. So obviously Taylor Swift won't be there, but she probably will be at the Eagle game here in a couple weeks. And my, what I said about this a few, uh, what I thought about this was, okay, look, the NBA does this as well. Stars show them. MLB, college football, college basketball, they all do them, all sports. Now, I will, and, and also, to calm down a little bit, If let's say this, let's say Apple, uh, one of their 
high employees, maybe not the CEO, but one of the high employees was dating Taylor Swift. You don't think Apple would be promoting that? You don't think uh, if a higher employee of Apple was dating Taylor Swift, you don't think they would be showing that? Microsoft. I'm just Toyota, Honda. I'm just saying it's 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 really interesting to me that people. I mean, and in the NFL, I think if you look at the viewerships, all they've done was go up. I'm just saying I I don't. This is what the NFL does. They're planning it out perfectly. NBA does the same thing. MLB, seen seen people at college football and college basketball events. So this is nothing new. She's the biggest pop star on the planet. Of course, the NFL is going to tap into that. And so would the NBA. So would Apple. So would Microsoft. So would any other company. It promotes. It helps. They've got everything going right. And the NFL is rolling. All right. So that was what I thought about Taylor Swift at the Chiefs games. Now I want to switch into this. Uh, so there's a couple trades. This is the trade deadlines in a little about two hours uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern time. The trade deadline's coming. And this is what I said about it, uh, about the trades. This is what I thought. There's one or two trades. There's going to be trades happening for the next two hours completely, utterly packed. So this is what I thought. All right. There's, I think there's two or three trades that I would do if I was these teams. I, there's, I'm only going to give about three of them. San Francisco, Dallas, involves, and Buffalo. Those are the three. Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas. So let's start with San Francisco. I think they need, if they could get one more receiver, they would be in really good shape. If I was the San Francisco 49ers, I'm trading for either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, one of the two from Tampa Bay. Uh, probably Chris Godwin because the price would be a lot lower. So, I mean, you said a second and maybe a low-end player to San, to Tampa Bay. They're rebuilding. Chris, I like Chris Godwin a lot. I think he's a very underrated wide receiver. You send them, uh, you, you get him going to uh, San Francisco that with the 49ers. Then you have Debo, uh, Chris Godwin, McCaffrey, Purdy, I mean, and uh, maybe the best defense in the league. And one of the better tight ends with George Kittle, that's a Super Bowl terrible team. I mean, that's that team would be the fair by I think I, I already think San Francisco, I, I would keep my eye on them beating Philadelphia, but that would really, really be a significant uh, trade, I think, that would really help San Francisco. So again, if I'm the 49ers, I'm calling the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, giving them a player in a second for Chris Godwin. Now let's talk about my second one, Buffalo. Call New England, call to the Giants. Give him two firsts and a player for Saquon Barkley. Listen, Buffalo, you can say what you want. They have a half-decent half running game with Cooks. Now they have Leonard Fournette, physical, third and one. He'll get it. No problem. But you're, eventually, you're going to run into a team like Cincinnati that Joe Mixon can run it, run it, run it, and Burrow is very, very much still untiled, tired, in the fourth quarter, or Jacksonville with NTM, or, you know, there's so many other teams in the AFC uh, that can run it, run it, run it. Baltimore, if they were well, now that J.K. Dobbins is out, but Baltimore could have. So that's my concern with Buffalo. It's been my concern for years. I've been on this for years. There's about two or three uh, teams that do not have good running backs. Call Saquon, two firsts and a player would get the job done. Uh, and finally, my other one, Dallas. 
I personally would trade for Jerry Judy. I would get, and Denver's in a rebuild mode here. Give him a, two seconds, and I think that would get the job done. Denver, it's already been noted. Denver, I don't think, I watched the games. I don't think Den- the Broncos are 100% in love with with Jerry Judy. I think, so if, if Denver, if they're kind of almost, almost, they probably won't admit it, but they're almost in a rebuild mode, right? So if you give them two first or two seconds for Jerry Judy, Dallas, you know, give them two seconds for Jerry Judy. Then you have C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, Tony Pollard, Dak Prescott, a really good defense, and that that could win a lot of that could win a couple playoff games. So you know, that's where I am. Those are the three. There's a lot of other trades, right? I mean, Pittsburgh could get a, a couple good players. I think Cleveland could could get another running back. Uh, Chicago, I, as long as they keep rebuilding that defense, Green Bay, Atlanta. There's a whole lot of teams that I would need to be on the phone today. Maybe even Miami if they could get another good defensive player. Um, but those are the three: Dallas, San Francisco, Buffalo. What do they have at all in common? All have very high potentials, but they have one concern: San Francisco. What's going on? Why are you? Why did you lose three games straight? Buffalo, they need a running back. Dallas, I think they're two sometimes, I don't know, teams can easily double coverage C.D. Lamb. I don't trust any other receiver on that team. So there you go. And Denver's in a rebuild mode, so it's not like I'm saying Denver needs another receiver, even though Jerry Judy, I think, is the best receiver on the Broncos. So that that's where I am with that situation. Coming up, top five best teams in college football. It's the College Court Show on Halloween. Welcome back to the College of Courts. Our final segment of the day is here. My top five best teams in college football. Let's begin at number five. I have Washington. They're a great team. Uh, I think they're really good. I think they'll probably lose the Pac-12 championship to Oregon, but I think they're a really good team. Number five, Washington. Number four, uh, number four I'm going to put Ohio State. I, lo- I really like Ohio State a lot. I think they're an excellent team. I think they win games. My concern is Michigan. I don't think they can beat Michigan. Michigan's more physical. Uh, and, and I think I, I just, I like Michigan. I, I mean, I like Ohio state a lot, but no, they're my number four, number three, Oregon. I love Oregon. All right. I, I love Oregon. I think they're, they're really good. I said this for a long time. Oregon, I think is going to make the playoffs. So they're going to win the pac 12. They're going to be Cal this weekend. And I think Oregon, I, I think they make the playoffs. And, and if they make the playoffs, I think they could beat Georgia or Michigan to get to the championship. I would keep my eye very much on Oregon. Uh, at making a run here. I lo- I just absolutely love Oregon. Number three, the Oregon Ducks. Number two, Michigan. I like Michigan a lot. Um, they're extremely physical, extremely – I mean, they're just a really, really, really good team, uh, and Michigan's going to win a lot of games. Number two, Michigan. That means number one has to be Georgia. And Georgia, they're just they're, – they pl- they're just – it's amazing to me. I mean, they, they're, they're the new Florida or Alabama or Clemson – well, they just dominate teams and, and uh, you know, SEC opponents. Florida would be a close game, you would think. Georgia, that game, Georgia out, completely outplayed them. So Georgia at one. So there you go. Um, and and I, I, I like, you know, I like Texas and I like Penn State and I like, you know, uh, there's, there's UCLA. But, you know, I, I just feel like a lot of those teams, Penn State, UCLA, they're just not going to win uh, the, the respective – conferences so there you go my and you know it's college football is tough it's tough to recruit but those are the top five well thank you for listening to the carson's court show and um you know thank you for listening we're live in virginia beach uh for a hollow spooky halloween 
It's the Cosmic Court Show on a spooky, cloudy Halloween here in Virginia Beach. We will talk tomorrow. Enjoy those NFL trades. I'm sure more will happen here in the next two hours. There's lots of teams that should be on the phone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Court Show today for the final time. We're live in Virginia Beach. Talk tomorrow. Uh, have a great day, everyone. Have a great Halloween. Have fun trick-or-treating. If you have kids that do that, it's Carson Squatch Show. Talk tomorrow. Carson Squatch Show. I do not own the copyright. Start or song. The final countdown by you up. Thanks and have a great day, everyone.